Hey guys, you know what I love the most and what I think other girls love too is when my guy comes at the same time as I do, but that rarely happens and that's because there's an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys, but there is a solution to that and that is Promescent's Delay Spray. Their Delay Spray will not totally numb you out and it won't transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. That's my personal fave. They also sell lube and condoms and sex toys and supplements that are going to make you and your girl horny. They have everything you need for a hot night of sex and you're going to get 15% off your whole first order. All you got to do is go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's you're going to have 15% off your whole order. So order up. Okay. Or just go to the description, click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks promescent for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you haven't followed me on the podcast app that you're listening to, make sure to follow my show. If you're on YouTube, you could subscribe to my channel for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really bad at this intro today. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everyone remains anonymous on my show. I change everyone's voices. I change people's names. If you don't want to be anonymous, you could be on too, though. That's totally cool. But if you have like an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Either go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, I also have a confessions line. You could call over there if you have a naughty confession that you just want to get off your back. The number is 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7, okay? If you need, you got four minutes to leave a message, make sure you're in a quiet place. And if you need longer, just hang up and call back. I change all the names, uh, not all the names. I edit out all the names or emails if you leave anything in there. And I also change all the voices in the anonymous confessions and they're all posted on my patreon now my patreon is a great deal okay you could go over there for five bucks a month you get all the anonymous confessions there's over a hundred of them on over there as well as all my episodes early and ad free as well as pictures of all of my female guests i don't i think maybe there's like one or two has hasn't sent me in a pick like a hot picks they're like definitely r-rated picks okay (laughs) Uh, you get pics of my girls and now you get access to my private discord where now people who call into my show as well as my Patreon member members can go into that private discord and post all kinds of X-rated stuff. So you get access to that too, all for $5 a month. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. You can sign up and cancel at any time, but you like love it over there. Okay. 
It's a really good deal. Links to everything that I just said is in the description. Now, my caller today, Lucy, she's a Patreon member. She's also followed me on Instagram. I knew her like very early on. Uh, it was so interesting that out of nowhere, she's had, you know, because she's like a listener of my show and she's a Patreon member, always like sort of commenting. And then out of the blue, she DM me and said, like, listen, me and my husband just started doing all these kinds of things and I'd love to come on and tell the story. And I was like, oh, this is fucking interesting. She talks about how she found my show, how she started listening and how it really kind of led her to have these open conversations with her husband. And those open conversations with her husband led to her revealing that, you know, she might want to hook up with girls and then he confessed that he might want to hook up with guys. And then that led to them like really fucking doing shit. Okay, <laughs> like the first thing they found was a guy online and uh they had like a, a a long kind of relationship with him it was long distance and it never got to the point where they met up but it was an, it's an interesting story because they kind of wound up in a thruple and she wound up copying feelings for the guy i mean she talks about at the end she really feels like she has a poly heart she's down for those emotional connections they're been together since the dawn of time so they're a very healthy couple uh, opening up their marriage, which they have, and they eventually did wind up having, you know, threesomes with other people, is something that has only strengthened their relationship. And that solo stuff, we talk about that more towards the end, is totally fine with them. Their first threesome was with a guy. You won't believe the story. I mean, it's like super hot. Her guy's into guys. She's into another guy. They were both virgins when they were with each other. So these experiences are like their first times with other people as well as their first threesomes. And they did fucking everything in the MMF threesome. Okay. And then she talks all about how they loved going to strip clubs and she's done like little things here and there with strippers and then they had this really amazing experience with some super hot six foot tall perfect looking body stripper uh where they went in the back room and let me just tell you shit went down they did everything i mean not only did she hook up with her he hooked up with her her and him hooked up for the stripper so she could watch i mean they were all really into each other she gets a very detailed about all of her threesomes that she had and then like I said we end talking about you know how she really is into solo play she loves playing together they've had a lot of fun on their threesomes but she also enjoys the solo experiences and the connections that she has with other people she pushes her guy to have them they're both open and down to have relationships with other people she does believe she's poly at heart she hasn't had any other relationships yet i mean this is a girl that's going to be back fucking on okay like what happens next i mean they've only had two experiences but what happens next who knows uh she doesn't know either but she's open to things happening like i said this uh opening up of the marriage has only helped it she goes into details about everything She's super hot. You're not going to be disappointed. She sent me in some pics. Uh, she also started an OnlyFans account where she does like custom stuff. And that's what she's into. And she explains why she started that. She gives the shout out to it. I will put a link to all of her information in the description. She also sent me pics for my Patreon. She's a Patreon member. So she's over there. You can go on my Discord and talk to her too. Uh, but she gives all her links and the link to her stuff is in the description. You're going to love her fucking story, okay? And she's very descriptive, like I said. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Lucy. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast.
Hi, Lucy with an I. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm amazing. This is so surreal, but I'm so thrilled to be on. Well, I'm thrilled because for some reason, like early on when I got onto Instagram, any girls that follow me, I'm like, I'm going to follow every chick that follows me because I love women who listen to my show. It's a lot of guys, you know what I mean? So I'm like, and you know, you're right. one of the first ones and I just know you for some reason you stand out to me and uh, we've always like kind of chatted and then eventually yes. at some point you're like, I'm starting to do naughty things. And I was like, then you need to come on the show. And here you are. I'm assuming the short story is you went from having a regular vanilla marriage to now you guys are open and having threesomes? Yes. So I would say we're probably the slowest swingers (laughs) ever. I like that. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely taken our time, but genuinely... I, I don't know if we would have ended up here if I didn't find your podcast. So even just last night, I was thinking about how full circle it is that I found the podcast, started binging episodes, it prompted these conversations, and now here we are. You're on it, telling your own. But let me ask you, not only did you start like swinging and stuff, you did start an OnlyFans. People are going to be able to like go and see like content over there. I mean, that's something that everybody's doing. There is no shame in that game. Like, why fucking not? Why doesn't everybody have uh, only? Well, everyone kind of does have an OnlyFans. You know, did you just start <laughs> it as well? Yes, it's very, very, very new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, it was um, I actually got on OnlyFans back in 2021 as a consumer. Um, and it's kind of a funny story, but I'm like, I had some people that I knew like sort of in my personal life, but not well. And I was like, wait, it's actually kind of crazy to think that like I could just pay some money and see her pussy. Oh my God. Wait, tell me. So, so do they know that you were going on and like checking them out and paying for them? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that I even, cause I'm just very like, I'm not ashamed of really anything I do. Mm-hmm. So I, I had enough of a relationship that like after I subscribed, I was like, Hey, just so you know, I had to subscribe. I'm like, your content's so great. So like, like, and that's in a DM, not through OnlyFans. So she knew exactly who I was, you know, whatever. But, and I wasn't, you know, overt to her about it, but I was like, Hey, good job. You know, keep on keeping on. But, but you found it erotic to go on and like, you know, subscribe to these girls OnlyFans for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of just like, the curiosity of it, that someone was so liberated to just put themselves out there, you know, it was just very intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. And, but then as I started following more accounts, I was really disappointed as a consumer. And like, there's all these messages that are going out that you can tell it's just the same automated bot form message to every single person. Oh, like, Really? I got so many messages that were like, oh, daddy, I want to see your cock throbbing. (laughs) I'm like, bitch, I'm a girl. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, can they not tailor the content at all? Like, I'm sure there's lesbians on OnlyFans. They don't want to hear that. So I was like, if I ever do this, I want it to be so personal. I want to have, like, full chats. And, you know, I want it to be real. I'd rather have a smaller group that was very, you know, select and, but intimate. So that's kind of how I've always rolled. So I'm like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to, you know, once I get brave enough to try and see, 
if this is something that people would be interested in, you know, kind of a different approach than I've seen. I'm sure there's other girls out there that are taking a more personal route. But when I went on, that's what I was finding was it was just very impersonal. It felt very fake. Like you didn't you wouldn't possibly feel like you were talking to the actual person, you know? Yeah, that's like you could get that for free. That's called porn. You know what I mean? I think what's right. great about OnlyFans yeah. And a lot of the people that call into my show are more like you in that they really love sex. And, you know, their OnlyFans became something, you know, why not do it? Because this is what I love anyway kind of thing. But they really are interested and they have a little bit of an exhibitionist in them. They do get yeah. turned on by <laughs> yeah. putting themselves out there. That's, a, you know, a big part of it. So yeah. wait, so let's because we're going to get to your OnlyFans because that didn't come first. You know, like here you are a girl that's like looking through my podcast totally into sex <laughs> super open-minded curious you're married right how long you married for do you want yes so we've been married over two decades oh yeah yeah you look so young what do you get married when you're <laughs> 17 a baby yes oh my god <laughs> yes but you know I've always been it's funny I, I say this I I always when I was younger I would say I've always been an old soul yeah but I think now as I've actually gotten older it's flipped so I'm like when I was young I wanted to be older and now I'm older and I'm like taking that youth that I never really had interesting um, fully embracing it so you know post-covid it was like we were out there we were ready to go so uh, we've been having a lot of fun but how did it start? Because you got married super young. I'm assuming you had like a vanilla relationship. Were you always kind of freaky with each other in bed? I mean. So I've always had a very, very high sex drive. Mm -hmm. Like from day one, you know, it was, you know, I was almost the one chasing my man, you know, <laughs> like, come on, we need to talk. Like, <laughs> yes, he was very sweet and respectful and loving. And I'm like, come on, give me the dick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we started out. And so, you know, we've always had a wonderful connection and I've always been open to try, you know, just about anything with him, but kind of secretly, I definitely always had a very big turn on about a threesome. At that time, it was an FFM threesome. I would have never even, even tried to fantasize about an MMF. At that time, it was not even on my radar as anything even remotely possible. Right, you but know. we will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that. Yeah. But yeah, so I always had this thought, but the thing is, is that we were so closed. Like, we couldn't have been more closed. We were, like, padlocked tight. I mean, we wouldn't even say that someone else was hot. It was at that level. Like, we were just so possessive if one of us looked at somebody in yoga for too long we're getting pissed I mean it was so 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 possessive and you know it never felt to an unhealthy extent but still it was just that was just our type of marriage was like we have eyes for each other that's it you know the end Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast 
at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Want to learn how to give a great blowjob? Well, then you need to get Beducated. Beducated.com is like the Netflix of sex education. With over 100 courses to choose from, they literally have something for everyone. They have courses on anal sex, cunnilingus, dirty talk, and a whole lot more, including the how to give a good blowjob course. Want to know the best thing to me about Beducated? You don't just learn by listening and reading. You learn by seeing it in action with real people, okay? Most of the courses have videos so you could follow along. I took the blowjob course, and let me tell you, they don't miss a thing. Not only do you get a one sheet with all the basics, there's a video that shows you exactly what to do. And they don't hide anything. They show you all the basic techniques. They go through each one. And then they teach you how to put them all together. And they even get into advanced techniques like deep throating, adding in a little anal play, touching the balls. You know, every guy likes things a little different. So these are always good things to have in your back pocket. Whether you're single or partnered up or married for a really long time, Beducated is going to help you experience mind-blowing pleasure and discover new ways to spice things up. So what are you waiting for? Go get Beducated. You could try all the Beducated courses. They have over a hundred of them for free for one day. You will not get charged for the first 24 hours. And they have a 14-day money-back guarantee, so there's zero risk. Just go to beducated.com and use my code ANONYMOUS to get 40% off your annual subscription. It's only $10 a month, and if you go there now, you're going to get to try all the Beducated courses for free for one day. Go to beducated.com, use my code ANONYMOUS, or just go to the description, click on the link, and your discount is going to be automatically applied. I think, listen, I think the majority of people roll like that. I don't think that that's like an extreme. You know, I think a lot of people have that kind of relationship or, right? I think so. Yes, Mm -hmm. I do. I do think so. And I mean, you trusted each other, right? Though? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. But, you know, so that was the thing. It was, I was always like, wow, this is such a hot idea. But I'm like, I could never do it. I was like, this is just a fantasy in real life or like if him and I ever split for whatever reason god forbid i was like then i'll go have a threesome with like some random people i don't care about and maybe that's how i'll get this fantasy like someday (laughs) you know (laughs) but but like i said it was as i started listening to your episodes and i genuinely i did not discriminate i was not picking and choosing i went i think at the time i started with your most recent episode and then like worked my way backwards if i remember correctly all the way to the beginning. I consumed every single episode. Oh my no God. Uh, oh my God. So you heard Tommy episodes when I had a co-host. Yes. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and so, and it was funny because at that time, my husband actually, I remember, I think I found it in January and then 
for Valentine's Day, he bought me AirPods because he knew I was like struggling to always get a chance to listen because I didn't have <laughs> headphones. <laughs> He's like, here you go. Listen to your podcast anytime. You could be doing the dishes with kids in the room and you can be listening to your naughty little shit. So, so he, he enabled my habit. And he knew you were listening to it, right? Like that show. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yes. So I, I definitely, you know, cause we tell each other everything. So I was telling him, well, except my threesome fantasy, that was, that was <laughs> held close to my heart. Oh, you but, hadn't um, even told him that then. No, he never knew, okay. never knew. Mm-hmm. And because I just, I think I thought that he would not like the idea. And, and honestly, when I first brought it up, he didn't because it was just such a big shift, you know? Yeah. And, and, I, I would like to think that I kind of roll with the punches. I'm kind of flexible. But, you know, his personality is a little more reserved. Like, he's not always open to something when I first bring it up. Yeah. But then it just sits and it marinates. And <laughs> he almost always comes around and gives me what I want. So I love that. I love that about our relationship and that I know him. Like, don't trust the first reaction. Just give it time. But, yeah, so I would say, let's say I'm, like, 50 episodes deep. And... <laughs> I'm hearing all these stories of these men living secret lives. Yeah. And I was like, A, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. And B, I was like, wow, I really want to just sit him down kind of out of nowhere and tell him like, hey, you're my person. And I want us to be together always, no matter what. I was like, but <laughs> I'm like, I would rather us literally have an open marriage than either of us ever feel like we have to hide something from from the other person right and that's where the conversation started like and I kind of explained I've been hearing all this and you know I mean it was nowhere on my radar at all that he might have any kind of interest really outside of me outside of my gender you know at all but something in me just learning about all these other lives was compelled to kind of start that discussion. And then at that time was when I said, like, and just so you know, like, I've always thought that this was, like, kind of hot, you know? Girl on girl. Yes. And so we kind of started talking about that. And then I just remember there was one day, and it wasn't in person. I think he had DM'd me. And he's like, so I know you've thought about that type of threesome. He's like, have you ever thought about the other type of threesome? Oh. And I was like, well, now why the hell would I think about that? Why, why would I even bother fantasizing about something like that? That would absolutely never happen. Because even when I brought stuff up on my end, he was like, well, I cannot reciprocate that, you know, openness. He's like, you might be like, oh, I can do whatever I want. He's like, well, I don't want you doing whatever you want. Like, I'm not into that at all. And, you know, him letting me be open. I'm like, even then, I'm like, I don't care. But I'm like, just don't fucking cheat on me. Don't hide shit from me. If you want to do something, if there's something that's coming up for you, just tell me. Like, I don't care. I'm not saying. Right. But when you brought up the female, female threesome, did you guys start like fantasizing about or anything or he had shut it down in the beginning? In the beginning, he did. And he said like that he might he might feel uncomfortable or he might feel insecure or what Mm -hmm. if I liked that better? Yeah. You know, that kind of that kind of very human reaction. And I mean, and I told him, I'm like, I can relate because obviously you know, you've been with one person, you know, we both have had for all until, until we started getting wild, we had only been with each other. So I was like, yeah, it's 
it's entirely possible that you could have this experience with someone else and like maybe it's entirely way more fulfilling for you maybe it feels better like whatever but I was like I think we kind of have to love each other and trust each other enough to even be okay with that and I think that I think that's what it means to actually truly love and support someone is that even if they get to a point of like hey this isn't actually what I want and this is better for me to even kind of accept that you know and yeah. I don't anticipate that happening but it's like I think your brain works very similar to mine like if I'm going to do something I have to examine all the angles every possible way <laughs> yeah. it could go and <laughs> right. make peace with it because you can't control life and you can't anticipate what's going to happen so <laughs> I'm like to the best of my ability I kind of just did say you know yeah it could be a risky little game that I'm trying to play here but either we can trust that our connection is what we believe it is but then even if it's not then like that would be okay too. And and we've learned that as we have done things, it has not weakened our connection at all. It doesn't take it, take anything away. We're not preferring the other person we might be interacting with. And if anything, we just bring that back to each other and are just that much more horny for each other's. Right, like in a lot of my stories, same thing. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. So you brought up the threesome with the girl. He wasn't really on board, but eventually at some point he gets back to you and like, what about two guys? Yeah. And we had gotten to the point where we, we were like, okay, yeah, let's fantasize about women. And I would send him hot pics. And yeah, it's like yeah. for the first time we were like sharing these things we've never done before. And so he brings that up and I was like, oh, wow. Like I would have never even considered that as an option or possibility. And he he kind of just laid it all out and said, as we've been talking about this, I feel like it's kind of just opened up this part of my mind, you know, and I'm speaking for him. So I, I, I'm maybe butchering how he said it, but I can, I can say from like my gist. perspective of how, <laughs> yeah. how I received it. Yeah. yeah. What I was hearing was that kind of through these conversations, he was becoming more in touch with parts of himself that may have been kind of repressed or just underneath the surface. And he said, I think that I might have an interest in potentially hooking up with men. Wow. And yeah. And I'll tell you, I never felt better about our relationship than I did in that moment. Like that wow. he felt safe enough to just put that out there. And of course, I was immediately on board. I was like, that is so hot. I'm like, I would have never expected you to say that. But like, OMG, yes, I'm interested. Let's go. And so I kind of started encouraging him. I'm like, well, why don't you like start looking up some like hashtags on Instagram? I'm like, I want to see like what kind of guy you're, you might be interested in or send a DM, slide into some, slide into some DMs, see what happens. Oh my God. It's so funny. Wait, what kind, were you into the same kind of guys? And then I want to also know what kind yes. of girls you were into. Are you guys also into the same? Cause you said you were sending back pics of girls that you thought were hot. Like did he, you have the same taste in men and women? I feel like we do. Mm -hmm. I feel like we are very much on the same page. I mean, every once in a while, there's one that I'm like, really? But, <laughs> but for the <laughs> most part, I'm like, you know, we're, we're pretty aligned, I would say, aesthetically. And so, you know, this, let's say that these conversations started in March of 2021. Mm -hmm. We were getting pretty serious with it by May. And then by June, we basically had a little online boyfriend. How'd you find him? He slid in his DMs. 
my husband did. Was he like a regular guy or was he like an OnlyFans guy? I mean, how do you know that a guy, you know, because like I get if you're on like Tinder or an app where people are looking for hookups, like on Instagram. Is that where it was? Yeah. Was he just like a regular guy? Like, hi, like here I am at a barbecue. I mean, and No. I wouldn't say he was a regular guy. He okay. was definitely like a hot boy of Instagram. Right, right, right. So he's used to get, he's he's putting himself out there like a piece of meat, tr- trying to get guys to or girls to DM him, correct? Yes. And okay. actually, guys, because this particular man is someone who's primarily interested in men. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. yes. And so when Trey found him, he sent me his photo and I was like, he's so fucking hot. But I'm like, he's not going to be into me at all. <laughs> but then he slides in the DM and it's a few days later and he views it and writes back. And then before you know it, they're kind of talking about me. And because Trey was not hiding his identity at all. He was messaging from his main account, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So pretty early on the guy sends I love couples and I was like okay touching I'm in and so uh Trey starts sending him pictures of me and I mean I've never gotten complimented in my life the way <laughs> I was complimented by this I mean he would say I was a goddess and like I mean it's just so over the top but, but like so incredibly affirming and we really did have a really great relationship, but it was just one of those things that it was a really good warm up. It was a really good intro. Yeah. I think if we ever had met up, it probably would have ended with some hurt feelings. I, for one, was very, very attached. To very who? Very attached. To who? To this other man. What do you mean? Like emotionally? Yeah. Because yeah. of all the compliments. We're suckers for compliments. <laughs> Yeah, so but then also, <laughs> yes, and, and I mean, it genuinely did, it did feel like we were in a little online throuple, like, wow. we would all chat, we would chat separately, and then, I mean, even he and I connected on a very deep level, like, we would have three-hour phone conversations, not Oh, all the okay, time, you're but... leaving that shit out, okay, that's, a, that's hardcore, yeah, that, that could, that, that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's unfathomable to me that I could have been in love with someone that I never met in person but it's probably about as close to that as it could be right so I felt very deeply for him and I think Trey had better emotional boundaries than Mm -hmm. I did but still it was pretty intense for both of us and the thing is is that as soon as we started involved with him we were loyal he was very turned on by the fact that it would have been Trey's first experience. Yeah. And he very much wanted to be the first. So that was the one thing. I'm like, I would say if I have any big regret about the whole thing is just that we kind of played into that and like genuinely believed we were going to meet up at a point and, and not for lack of trying. I mean, we have very difficult schedules to coordinate it's not like he was just a full flake or never had interest in meeting up it was just between our two lives it just wasn't it just wasn't gonna happen did he live in your area no okay so you do no. what, like okay so what like to take a trip to where he was or him to you was it a plane ride or a car ride a plane ride oh okay did you ever plan on i mean was that in the works 
absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely times, and this is how you can really tell that I was down bad, that I would get upset and I would block him or I would cut him off. <laughs> oh because, my God, that is, you were sweating him. <laughs> oh yeah. So the first year when we'd been involved with him, maybe only about six months, he promised me that he was going to come for my birthday. Promised. And kind of just blew me off towards the end. Cause I'm like, I understand when things come up, whatever. I'm just really big on communication And I didn't like that. I kind of just had to figure it out for myself that he wasn't going to come. I think he's more like that avoidant personality that hates to let people down. And so he'd rather just ignore you and (laughs) let you put the pieces together. Yeah. And the funny part of this story is that you and your guy, you know, your virgins, you meet right from the get go. You've been with each other your whole life. You'll probably die together. Like you're just not out in the real world. Like this is the kind of stuff girls deal with on a daily basis with all the guys and here you guys are now dealing with the nonsense of dating. You know what I mean? It's like, right. oh my God. And you guys are like serious. You're in a relationship. You know how to commit. And this guy's a, what a fucking yes. asshole. Was there like sexting and stuff going on? I'm assuming. Like, was there yes. that kind of stuff? And like, what kind of, like how hardcore did that get? What would you guys do? So it was never like necessarily active, like phone sex or anything like that, but just a lot of exchange of, like photos, like he loved to see me and Trey together. So we would definitely, we got pretty heavy into making some content back then and filming, you know, our sexy times and sending it to him and he would send us things back and a lot of photos. So that's hardcore. I mean, you would literally fuck for him. Yes. So I'm assuming and that was probably hot knowing that something that guy is going to watch, right? Like made it so hot. Right. I would say that's almost the number one thing that I miss about that Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. was having somebody who was so ravenous to see him separately, me separately, but then also us together. And it was just all, you know, and we would fantasize about what it would be like when we were all together and would we film it and could he come in me and could, you know, could we do this? Could we do that? Could we DP? And I was like, okay, that's very overwhelming, but yes, for you, I'll try. Oh my God. uh, You were horny for him. So you would send him videos and and he would, did he, now was he with a partner or was he solo? He was with a partner. So did he send you guys videos? Not with the partner. He definitely kept that part of his life separate and like respectful. Yeah. So, but it was more like solo stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and I would say that as much as that stuff happened, it wasn't the primary interaction like it wasn't we had all the components of an actual relationship if that makes sense yeah yeah three hour conversations let me ask you a quick question did your husband get freaked out at all uh over your you know talking to this guy so much and this emotional stuff that was going on did you talk to him about it your husband were you upfront about that yeah he definitely knew and we you know, there was very little, like we got to a point where as we were talking a ton, we're like, okay, we don't have to keep showing each other every little text. If it's just yeah. like a, Hey, how are you? You know, whatever, like, cause you know, transparency is so important in these things. So we were, it was like, if we were chatting, if I was chatting with him, I would be screenshotting and showing Trey and vice versa. But we got to a point where we're like, no, like we can kind of have a little freedom here. Uh, You know, let's just only share if something's like really hot or really interesting. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where we got to with that. But 
you know, he definitely knew. I mean, and especially just, you know, I mean, seeing me cry on my birthday when he did, you know, I mean, he. Oh, how did your husband feel about that? (laughs) He, you know, he felt very similar to me. I mean, you know, on a man level. So he, he was, even though he may not have had as much direct interaction, he definitely had a lot of the same feelings that I did and, and understood where I was coming from. So, I mean, there was, there was definitely stuff to work through on both of our ends, but nothing that was ever like going to affect our relationship or we have to shut this down or we're worried that, you know, I'm getting too close and it's taking away. I would say that anything that we've done has only added to our relationship, even, right. even the hard parts because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was able to lean on him and he was there for me. So mm-hmm. uh, it's all been you know, even though, again, it, it did drag us out. I mean, we met in June of 2021 and we didn't have our first actual experience until November of 2022. Oh, all right. So you're de- you're DMing that guy and doing all that kind of stuff online only, yes. right? And then, yes. so let's get to the point where you do start hooking up. Yes. <laughs> so in the meantime, we did decide that we really liked strip clubs. Okay. Um, so we've had, you know, a couple, I, I think I referred to them as soft core experiences. The, the strippers really like me. <laughs> they really like me. I mean, my, my husband and I are, are very good looking and we treat people well and neither of us are predatory, you know, so that's, yeah. that's a good vibe coming into the strip club. The girls kind of flock to us and they, they all want to be the one that we're buying dances from or whatever, you know, not in a vain way, but just we're safe Mm -hmm. and cute yeah and and throw money appropriately (laughs) so so definitely anytime we went to get a dance or do vip they were always doing more with us than they might with the average customer so i got to do like some titty sucking there was one time where i actually got to finger the stripper that's kind of major oh yeah oh yeah it wasn't nothing and make out with them. I mean, yeah, it was it was fun stuff. And I will just say though, having you know, it's it's one thing to talk about doing things, but until you see it in real life in front of your eyes, you really don't know how you're gonna feel. Yeah. And I remember that first time at, after the strip club, and they're always so cautious because they'll tell us some girls come in here and they act all chill, but then the second we're dancing on their man, they're pissed, they're causing drama, whatever. I'm so they're always coming to me first. They're on my lap. Their tits are in my face. I'm having my moment with them. And I always have to be like, please go dance on him. Like, please. I'm like, I love it. I want to see it, you know, whatever. So then they do. And but the first time I'm like, oh, this is hot. And I like it. And I'm not jealous. And I was so happy. And I told my friends, because again, I'm very open. So anyone who's close to me knows a lot of what when it comes to Trey's sexuality that I've kept close to my my chest like that's Mm -hmm. not something that we share openly yeah because that's his journey and that's his story to tell but any of our just shenanigans absolutely my friends know and so I was I was telling one of my close friends I'm like I'm so happy I'm like I know I'm not jealous now like for sure not only are you not jealous you were like turned on which is like I think even at one step further right so turned on Mm -hmm. so Those were the early things. But then also, you know, all this time we were loyal, but also slutty, you know? So it was like, I had, I had side guys that I would 
DM with a little bit or flirt with in person, there's like a kind of a watering hole that I spend a lot of time at. And so you can meet people really easily there. So we had a friend, primarily my friend, but this particular watering hole, it's like a place where I would go, Trey would go, and then we would go. So it's like we would spend time there separately and together. Mm -hmm. So I had started getting close with someone who goes there often. And I wasn't thinking of him in a sexual way by any means, but just that he was a very cool person that I felt very comfortable with. And I could talk to him for long periods of time. I'm very big on the talking. That's very important to me. I have to like your mind to even begin to think of you in that way. There's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. that really draws me in, even though, and, and I always saw myself more as like a dude, like, like, just because I was so horny all the time, I kind of just assumed I would be like down for anything or love anything. I was like, no, as I've actually gone into it, no, I'm a lot more selective than I realized. Yeah. But so how it ended up was that on this given night, I was out with friends and Trey was out with friends. And then we ended up meeting up. The night was open and we were like, rather than let's meet up at home, let's stay out mm -hmm. and, and link up together. So we went to a couple places, just him and I, and then Trey saw something that reminded him of this man. And I was kind of getting ideas that this man was into me and then maybe even my husband as well. And so I was like, you got to DM that to him and tell him it made you think of him. I'm like, he's going to love it. And <laughs> he's like, okay, yeah, I'll try. And so they were kind of chatting a little bit. And then the next thing you know, we end up meeting up with him. He was also out, but just a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was so surprised that we showed up because we'd never planned a hang. It was like, mate, we would see each other and then hang out, but never like, hey, let's meet up this time, this place. Right. So we're drinking we were very very drunk i will definitely say i i can have all these experiences stone cold sober but i certainly was not on this <laughs> night we've been right. so many different places and doing so many different things so we were real drunk by the time we were ready to head home and but he this other man was not not nearly as drunk as us and so i was like oh, i don't want to take an uber home like this sucks like whatever i'm like i just it, it could be kind of a long drive and like i don't know a short drive in an uber is fine but when it's long i'm just like i'm not in the mood for it and this other guy is like i could i can drive your vehicle home and i was like if trey lets you do that it's <laughs> like i don't know what he wouldn't let you do <laughs> right his his vehicle you know a man's vehicle like whoa and but we took him up on it and we brought him home and of course we have a whole family so we sneak in through our side gate and our bedroom happens to have like a sliding door so we were able to you know bypass sneak him in. the ring camera <laughs> the front door any kids who might have been awake all night long wondering when we would be home and so we took the back route and everyone was really funny this other man said it's like i kind of feel like we're like breaking into your own house and like yeah it's hot isn't it <laughs> So I get us some shots as though we hadn't drank enough and we're having shots and then him and Trey start in on it. And I was like, okay, wow. like, here we go. <laughs> and now this is your husband's first time with a guy, right? I mean, you've made out with the girls at the strip clubs and stuff, but he's never been with a guy before this guy. 
never. Okay. So it was the first experience. And I was like, I was, I think it was a funny thing of that. I was, I was very into it, but I was more interested in what my experience was going to be. Like I was very free to let him have his experience, but it wasn't necessarily like the same as when I was watching him with a woman. I liked it, but I was, I was more just like, when is it my turn? (laughs) 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 So pretty soon this other guy, he's like, he's like, why are you still standing over there? Take your clothes off, get your ass over here. And I was like, I will do as I'm told. And there was this moment and we were all kind of like, kind of getting into it. This guy, I will say, is very experienced. This is not his first rodeo. He's oh, wow. had tons of life experiences. He knew he knew how to be exactly perfect in this situation. So he was very respectful in how he handled me and how he went about, you know, and he knew it was my first time being with anyone other than my husband as well. So mm-hmm. he was the perfect, you know, gateway drug to this world. Right. And, but at a point, he just looks at Trey and he says, let's get her. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I will tell you, then ensued like the most exhausting, sweaty, wild two hours of my life. It was so intense. And what's funny is I was really frustrated at the time because I had this random injury and I was like, I could show up and show out on these dicks so much better than than I am <laughs> doing right now. And like I'm disabled and like this sucks, but I mean I made it work, but I'm like, man, I couldn't get on my knees. I couldn't do doggy. Like, I was like, I can't wait. We actually haven't had another one of these experiences yet, but I'm like, I can't wait for the next time because I'm like, I just feel like there's going to be so much more, so much more that I can do. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was actually just like that one week. It was just very poor timing. But, you know, I definitely had both of their dicks in my mouth. I had a dick in my mouth while I was getting fucked, uh, you know, both ways. And I will say that the their interaction was more of like oral and hands and kissing. They didn't, you know, they didn't cross that line with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more at that point about, you know, them having their like, you know, small moments, but it definitely was a pretty strong focus on wearing me out. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Trey comes and I'm like working so hard on <laughs> trying to help the other guy come. But finally, I just looked at them and I'm like, I am so tired. I'm like, I need a break. I can imagine. And so we literally, all three of us, just climb into bed and the other guys in the middle spoons me all night long and trays on on the other end and but then when I woke up like maybe two hours later I was ready to get back at it and so I like shimmied my way down and just started sucking his dick like under the covers Mm -hmm. to wake him up (laughs) and again this goes to show where he was like a total pro because I was like, are you going to fuck me now? And I could tell that he was kind of stalling for Trey to wake up so that he could be involved too and that it wouldn't be weird. I'm like, I don't know if I was just dick drunk at that point. I was like, but I kind of, I think I felt like, like Trey would be fine with it if he woke up, but you know, you never know how someone's going to react to this. Yeah, of <laughs> so, course. But, but sure enough, um, he does and he gets involved and then. By the time I finally was successful in 
making everybody come, he was like ready to skedaddle and he could tell that now Trey and I were horny as fuck for just each other. Yeah. So it was like, we'd been just fucking all night long, but we were ready for round three, but just the two of us. Right. And it was some of the most incredible sex that we've ever had. I mean, it was just so charged. And we were talking about the things that we've done. And, you know, he's like, you look so hot with a dick in your mouth, you know, things like that. So it was, it was just such a positive, wonderful experience. Hasn't affected our relationship, you know, in any kind of, you know, we can still just sit and have a coffee or a cocktail together, you know, no weird feelings, you know, everything just couldn't have gone better. So that was that night. And yeah, that that's hardcore. First... I mean, that's like, you know. yeah, totally. <laughs> we did almost all the things. And so then in terms of when I finally got my dream to come true. Yeah. Was <laughs> a night at the strip club. Very spontaneous. I think that's the thing. I kind of mentioned like I wasn't really into doing apps or trying to seek someone out specifically for this purpose. I'm very turned on by a natural progression of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So we ended up at a strip club, super hot, super hot stripper. I mean, just beautiful body, like everything that I love. Like I really love like a very athletic body, you know, natural. But like if there's like, like, I would say like a B cup, like beautiful tit is like so attracted to me. I'm, I am not blessed in that department. And so I think maybe for that reason, I don't gravitate to like super big boobs. I appreciate them, but I'm like, that's like my sweet spot. Maybe it's like what I wish I had ideally, yeah, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's <laughs> so beautiful to me. I love a beautiful ass, someone that takes care of themselves. And of course the dancers do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was very tall which I also liked because I think it like gives me still that feeling of like, Oh, I'm still like the little girl, you know, even though it is girl on girl action. Mm-hmm. Cause I do notice that I gravitate to taller women for sure. That's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm petite. So it's like, like I, I like people to be like a foot taller than me. It feels really good to me. Right. And with the stripper heels, <laughs> she certainly was. So we get to talking to like, you guys want to do any dances, whatever. We end up going to the VIP. And we kind of told her beforehand, we're like, hey, like, you know, no offense. We like totally respect everyone's boundaries, but it's not cheap to go up to the VIP. And, and, you know, there's certain, you know, stuff that's allowed or not allowed, but really they seem to have license to do what they want, especially we learned after this scenario. (laughs) But we'd had a time just before where we went to VIP with a girl. And the second we got up there, she's like, okay, here are my rules. You can't suck on my tits. You can't touch this. You can't touch that, whatever. And I was like, oh, really? I should have just gotten a dance yeah. in, in the main room because I'm like, this is not worth it. And she was great. You know, she was really, really hot. But it was like that happened. And she had B.O. I'm killing the hotness of the story, but she had B.O. <laughs> so I was like, listen, our last VIP sucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, so like, I'm like, we're not trying to take advantage of you or yeah, yeah, yeah. demand anything of you. I was like, but we want to have fun if we're going to VIP. She's like, I got you. <laughs> I got you. And you could tell it's very obvious when they want money or, or when they're genuinely attracted to you. How? How could you tell? Eye contact, the touching, like yeah, the yeah, things yeah. that they say. They want my Instagram, like 
you know, they like we stay in touch. I, I've pretty much gotten every stripper's Instagram or phone <laughs> number that <laughs> we've done any like dance or anything with. Like we're always like at minimum friends. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you can t- tell when they actually like want to hook up with you. Mm-hmm. And so we'd had that experience once before when I fingered the girl. But like we were kind of cautious that time. We didn't really know how far you could go. But this time... We get up to VIP and she is instantly making out with me heavy. And I was like, oh, this is hot as fuck. And I was just bold. And I said, can I lick your pussy? Oh, my goodness. And you had never done this. This is going to be your first never. time. Okay. Never. And and I said that. And, and both she and Trey were like, we are very impressed. You are very good at this. I would have never <laughs> known it was your first time. You're a natural, whatever. So so she obviously instantly said yes, lays down on one of the benches in there. I'm I'm going to town, having the time of my life. Trey's there, dick in hand, I'm sure, just enjoying. And then after that, she says, can I return the favor? And wow. I said, absolutely. And so she did, and that was really 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 wonderful and then i said can we suck trey's dick together (laughs) and she complied so the man pulls his pants down and we just start giving him a double blowjob it was again so hot like we're making out on the tip of his dick like i'm in one spot she's in another i mean it was just like absolutely awesome like a porn yes Totally, totally. I'm like, it almost doesn't sound real, but it was, you know, we're here to tell the tale. It, it happened. Yeah. And so we transitioned back to a bench and I'm, I'm eating her out again. And I think how it worked out was that then she asked to see us fuck. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know we were like going to fuck in this room. So like, okay, let's fucking go. <laughs> so, so Trey sits down. I plop myself onto his dick. I'm riding him away. She's, she's fingering herself watching us. And then I think at this point, I just get off and I go back to eating her out. And Trey, bless his heart, was <laughs> behind me trying to fuck me. But I was so like laser focused on just doing the best job I could. I like would not shift my position to like allow him to get in there from behind me. Like kept trying, and I was like, okay, in the future, literally just move me. I'm like, I don't care. I was in my own fucking world, but I was like, going to town. Position, yeah. I'm like, just just move me. I got you. Mm -hmm. But then I got the boldest that I've ever been, and I said, would you? sit on his dick and she agreed so trey goes and he sits down and i'm still on the floor because i had been down on the floor on my knees eating her pussy yeah and he comes and sits just directly in front of me and then i'm just have this beautiful view i'm like basically eye level with his balls and she comes and is facing him and just slowly sits down onto his dick. So I'm literally watching my man fuck a stripper for the first (laughs) time in my life. This was our first experience with another woman. And I was so fucking horny for it. I was like, 
six inches away just watching <laughs> the the moment happen and i was so turned on that i was just making like ungodly sounds like i was like moaning i was like oh my god this is so hot like whatever just fully encouraging and then basically trey had to cut it very short because between the stimulation of my sounds everything that was physically going on he was not going to last <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the second pussy he's ever been inside. <laughs> exactly. Oh my exactly. God. And it's, he's so cute, though, because he's like, no, babe, it was your sounds. Your sounds were just so hot. I'm like, oh, yeah, my sounds were so hot. Nothing to do with the tight, young stripper pussy sitting yeah. on your cock for the first time. That was not a factor at all. Just my sounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's all of the fucking above. OK, that's like a whole hot scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But it was funny because so he kind of like lifted her off and was like, no, I can't. We were worried at first, like, oh, no, like, is he like morally feeling like this isn't okay? He's like, no, no, I'm just going to come. And we're like, okay. And she was like, well, I really appreciate you not coming inside of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. So it was like, oh, my gosh, this is the craziest experience and so fun. And, I mean, we're still friends with her to this day. Um you know, keep in touch with her. I actually even hung out with her separately, just, you know, not sexually, just like, just had a, had a hang one day. So it's like, I really love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So we had, I, I bought her a couple drinks and we just had, had a little chat. It was maybe a month or two later, but yeah. So it's, I mean, it's just been so fun. And, you know, since then we've kind of talked about trying some solo things I've been on a couple dates. Hasn't gone very far. I think I think the solo thing is trickier to manage emotionally. So I, we're being very slow and cautious with that. Although, you know, I really do appreciate all the different types of connections that I've gotten to have. But I do think that for me, it's like threesomes are very fun. But I like a one-on-one connection. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, if they are tricky and you have all this hot other stuff going on, there's so much you could do, you know, two people and a third. Why even do solo? Because you do enjoy a a separate kind of a thing. Interesting. Okay. I do. Yeah. And I think that he would, too. I think, again, it's like I'm more outgoing, so I think it kind of finds me a little more naturally. Mm -hmm. But that's where I've kind of now encouraged him because he never – had any sort of issue with doing apps i was more the one that was like just not into it we tried one one time and then i kind of felt like creeped out like as soon as i started getting messages i was like i don't like how this feels and i just like deleted it yeah yeah. but he and he was actually kind of like pissed he was like he's like i thought we were doing this i'm like i know i'm sorry i'm like but like i don't know something just didn't feel good i'm like we can revisit this another time but as i started getting more into my solo stuff i was like just get a fucking tinder i'm like i don't even care like meet up with somebody you know we can try you know just just like how you have license to shut things down but i'm trying you know if it feels like too much or it's just not the day or the circumstance like we'll have the same thing but i'm like honestly i feel like i'm very okay with that so he gets a tinder and then with within 12 hours gets banned (laughs) why he we have no idea why we have absolutely no idea why I know. And I've had him like review every single like thing that he put or posted. He's like, I really don't think I broke any terms, but, but the only thing I could think is that, you know, he, he was, you know, a man seeking whatever, but I did have him put photos of both of us up. 
Oh, so, so the maybe they thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, oh man, this poor guy, like, get get permission to get a, t- a Tinder and then you know it blows up in his face immediately. But he'll find he'll find another app. He he's tried another app, but it's kind how of- are you meeting the solo people? Like all these little things that you said you have going on, like you do have some solo like stuff going on. Is it th- like the other guy that you're just meeting people out and about, or are you on an app yes. now? So basically, I talk to everybody. So these are these are both actually like people in the service industry who we've met like going to their bars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I'll I'll be very bold and I'll just be like, "Can I get your Instagram?" And we'll we'll stay connected, like stories, like posts here and there. But the the one the first guy. I kind of shot my shot with him a while ago and asked him, like, have you ever been involved with a couple or someone in an open marriage? And he's like, no, it's not really like anything I'm looking for right now. He's like, but I think you and Trey are great, whatever. But if you ever want to hang out, like still hit me up, like, and you never know something could change in the future. So I took that to heart and I happened to be where he lives and I was there without Trey. And so, of course, I asked Trey first, but I was like, hey, I was thinking of, like, seeing if he would want to meet up with me. And so he did. We had a really great time, but it didn't feel romantic at all. It was just a really, really nice time. I mean, if I think if I had gotten any indication from him ever that he was interested in me, like, even if he had said, like, oh, you look great, you know, whatever. But I think, you know, these people are trying to figure out what the fuck our deal is. But I'm like, it just eased us in. Because I was like, how easy was that for Trey? That it was like, I just went on a little date, had some drinks, had some chats, and a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it was very, very palatable. But when, but like when you say solo is something that you enjoy, like, is it the thought of you having sex with someone solo that's so appealing? Or is it that emotional connection that you get from like chatting with them and stuff, all that stuff that you got from that first guy? Yeah, actually, I'm I'm glad you asked because I think that through this journey, I have definitely discovered that I have a polyamorous heart. Interesting. So I could definitely have a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. 1000%. And I really do want it to be reciprocal. Like, you know, I know that there's a lot of times where if you have like the pure hot wife dynamic, people are like, oh, it's not fair to the guy. Oh my God, that's because that's my last, that's what I want to know about your guy. Like, because he doesn't sound like he rolls like you. A lot of times I think great couples are kind of, uh, you know, puzzle pieces. One is different than the other, right? So maybe you complement yeah. each other, but you're different in certain ways. So he doesn't sound like, to me, the type that maybe is as social and needs to have that solo thing going on. I mean, is he looking for an emotional connection and would it be more so with a guy than a girl? I mean, what's going on with him in that scenario? He's open to both and so am I. Okay. So I think he might be less active Mm -hmm. than I am Mm -hmm. and I think he might be maybe more on the connection aspect than Mm -hmm. necessarily meeting up with people in person because I think there's an interesting element if you think about it as a woman versus a man if I'm meeting up with people there's no like drain on me it doesn't take away from us but it's like if he as a man is trying to take a woman out there could be an expectation of you know that he's paying yeah that he's going to i think i think a woman is maybe more likely to get attached to him in a way that he doesn't want then i don't really i think run the risk of that i think the men that i would be dealing with are very aware 
that I have a partner and, and that's beautiful for them. They don't want more from me necessarily. Yeah, there's more caution for him because that girl can get yes. like, but you do. But on your side, you are the same as the girls, like whereas you would cop feelings for one of these guys you have. Yes. And that's what you actually yes. look for. That's what you're looking for. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But it's like that limited thing. And I feel like guys are just much better at just accepting things at face value of how they are. For sure. And compartmentalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm very in control of the situation. So it's like, I can have all my feelings that I want, but like, they know they're not going to steal me away. They know that they're not, you know, whereas right. I think women can kind of, if, if a woman were to really engage in, in somewhat of a relationship with my husband, they would definitely want him for themselves. I mean, he's a wonderful fucking right. partner. Right. Like, and you know, he's a great dad. He's a great provider. He's emotionally intelligent. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, somebody would, fucking fall in love with him for right. sure but it's like i really have learned that life is really fucking awesome when you don't have an expectation of an outcome right and i don't i'm not attached to anything being the way that it is now or the way that i want it to be i'm very much engaged with just doing things seeing what happens and being at peace with it Regardless. no matter yeah, no matter what happens. And I think, you know, and especially I would say as a woman with a partner who's out of nowhere, and it was something that he was never even in touch with, saying that he might have interest in men, there was this part of me that had to kind of come to terms with the fact that, you know, he might have that first experience and be like, this is what has been missing my whole life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I want a relationship with a man. I don't want a relationship with a woman. Yeah. You know, again, it's like, Nothing that I thought, I didn't feel like, oh, I'm so scared of this happening. But I'm like, I have to be okay with the fact that if he experiences this thing he's never experienced before. That can happen. So, uh, so you're the, but that's a good way to be wired because some people are wired where they think a lot and they're very curious and they're petrified. It's, you know, the fear comes in of the, the bad situations that could happen. What's cool about right. you is that you could think of all the different scenarios and you're not uh, uh, living in fantasy land. You understand even the negative ones that could happen, but you're cool with that. And not that you want that to happen, but you, you know that yes. that's the risk and you're down to take it and you know that you'll be okay. So that fear does not get in the way of you actually experiencing and going down this path with your guy, which I think is like super interesting. Yeah. And, and to truly love someone, it's like, you have to want what's best for them and yeah. what's going to be the most fulfilling for them and what's going to make them happy. So you know, ultimately, it's like, obviously, it would be devastating if he came to me and said, hey, I had this other experience. And now that's what I want out of life. Yeah. But we'll have a we'll have a part two. Well, I feel like if that oh, ever yeah. happened, it would be part three or four where I oh can't gosh, wait yeah. for the part two when you are calling in with poly relationships. And I don't know, it's <laughs> super interesting. Like, I love this whole story and where you're going. I mean, this was right. like a, a great Listen, you only had two experiences, but they were so hot. I mean, people are going to love this right. episode. We need to get to your OnlyFans, like, because I feel like people are okay, going to be yeah. flocking. They're like, what the fuck do they get there and how do they find you? I will put <laughs> links to everything. Like you said, you have a link tree, yeah. but I will put a link as well to your OnlyFans. Like, what will they get if they go there? So I will be completely transparent. It is entirely in flux. I am definitely like, 
kind of throwing noodles at the wall and I want to see what sticks and what feels good and what people like. As of right now, my plan is to, you know, post. I have I have good stuff on there, but I think that I will keep it a little more tame on the actual feed. And I think that more of the fun, sexy, very naughty stuff videos, you know, things with me and Trey, I think that's going to be more of like the personal element that I would be sharing like in messages. Right, right, so, right. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's not necessarily going to be super hardcore on the main feed. But if they want more, that's what you have to offer. And really, that's kind of like the turn on for you. So, right? I mean, right. to really go yes. in that direction and make it personal. But for right now, because you just started, you don't have those connections yet, but that's ultimately what you're looking for, right? So you'll have that regular feed people could sign up for, but the upsell and the other thing that they could get is that personal interaction with you, which you're down for. So, right? Yes. Yes. And that's the thing is that, I mean, I know your listeners very well. I love your listeners. I read almost all of the comments on Patreon. I haven't made it over to YouTube. Oh no, you'd go crazy. There's hundreds every day. I, you can't even. Oh my gosh. Yes. But, you know, I know your regulars and I know, you know, a lot of like the guys and what they're into. And I feel like they would resonate with me and my story and who I am. And I was like, this would be such. Because you're one of them. You're fucking one of them. Yes. You're right in there with them. I mean, you are a listener. So you guys have that in common. So give the shout out and I will put the link in the description as well. What is your OnlyFans again? Okay. So the OnlyFans is. Lucy Love, and just know that anytime it's Lucy, it's L U C I. Lucy Love 69X420. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Good... Oh my God. <laughs> we love a good 69 and we we love a good we love a good blunt moment. Yeah. Oh my god, I love um, it. So that's my OnlyFans and my Instagram is Lucy.loves.u. You're definitely gonna get a yes. lot of people signing up. So Get that fucking ready, Lucy. But anyway, thank you so much for calling in. I know you said, did you send me pics already? You were going to DM yes, me them. Yes, they're, they're in your DMs. All right, awesome. You're the best. Thank you so much, Lucy, with an eye for calling in. Kathy, thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate you all so much. And please blow me up. I can't wait to meet everyone. Oh, my God. I love it. You're the best. Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or 
situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.